Cheers. Oh, <laughs> it only makes a. That's all it made. And now some beer. That's how you know you're drinking beer. Ooh, ooh, you guys. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, still my heart. Making a special exception. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. wine down beer edition. Wind down. <laughs> Welcome to Wind Down Wednesday, beer edition. Beer edition. Ding. We have a special guest with us tonight. Yes, we do. That's me. Oh shit! Um, before we get started with everyone's uh, drinks today, um, tonight, like we were saying, we have a special guest, um, Tony, our favorite Sagittarius. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> i was like sagittarius travel connoisseur and craft beer lovers kind yeah. of just my all and me. the personal photographer for our beautiful hey. photos on instagram too, yeah me. y'all yeah. are the best to uh you guys are the best to take photos of just super photogenic and always a good time so oh always a good time <laughs> Well, you're really good. You're really, you're really good at all the direction and helping us with the, like the posing and you're always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. More like that. Do it. Yeah. More. Yeah. Get it. Get it. I love your commentary. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) You know, if you, if you didn't twerk while taking a picture, did you really take a good photo? Like that's just kind of how I, how I just am living life right now. Absolutely. Photographer life. I love it. So yeah, we, the reason we are changing things up and we have beer edition is specifically for Tony. Cause she's our beer connoisseur, our beer aficionado. sommelier. Yeah. Aficionado, if you will. <laughs> so, so is there beer sommeliers? <laughs> I don't know. Well, actually. I don't know if the sommelier kind of falls under craft beer, but nah, I, don't I know. mean, I would definitely, I would call myself that. It's fun to say. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I bet the wine guy would know. i'll google it later but (laughs) mr google will let us know um all right cool so uh, jocelyn do you want to start actually talking more about the beer you're (laughs) drinking i'm drinking hard bucha because i mean beer i kind of like beer but i've been getting into the booch <laughs> the booch. The oh. booch. <laughs> I also like healthy shit like that. And this one, well, it it's kind of beer e. It, it says it's passion fruit, hops, and blood orange. Is that the official thing for it? Beery. Beery. Hoppy. 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 There you that, go. Yes. Hoppy. hoppy. It's hoppy. Hoppy is a beer thing. It is a beer thing. Um on the front oh yeah strange oh that's awesome that's such a cool uh design right what's what's the monster's name i always forget the name of the monster the the venus fly trap like giant she's got some kind of like human name i'm gonna i'm gonna think of it in a second do not remember dude it's been a long time since i've seen that movie tony have you ever seen that movie Little Shop I, have, of Horrors? I have seen that movie and you know who i'm gonna ask right now mr google 
There Mr. you go. Google. Google, Google has also seen this movie. What is the name of that plant? It's like Maurice or something. It's or Maurice. <laughs> it says the name. I don't remember it being this name. Audrey? Yep. That's it. it is Audrey? Oh, Why yeah. don't I remember that? Yep. yep. It's Audrey. Oh, so I feel I'm... like a failure. <laughs> <laughs> I really, for a minute, I've gone back and forth with wanting to get Audrey tattooed. Just yes. because I love... <laughs> I am not a, clearly I'm not a true lover because I couldn't remember the main character's name, but I do still love that movie and love musicals. Um, but it is an organic strange beast, hard booch. It's actually got 7% alcohol in this. Ooh, ooh, it has, it has a thing on the back of it. I can read it. Um, I I was drawn to this because it looked like Audrey from little shop of horrors and it also had one of the strongest alcohol percentages on it. Yes, we love that alcohol percentage. Get that IBV. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is called Strange with an I. Like, yeah, yeah. S-T-R-A-I-N-G-E. Strange beast. Uh, says on tangled limbs that sway and dance they gnash a tropic song it charms the ear so you move near a juicy trap so long with finest teas we always start live cultures hungry yeast from the fermentation frenzy we meet a new strange beast cute it's like a little riddle nursery rhyme on the back of your beer totally that's what i'm drinking that's what I'm drinking. I think that's always what's so fun uh, about this new kind of new wave craft beer microbrewery vibe is that the big part, not only do you have to have like really good beer and good tasting beer, but the thing that really was going to draw people in, especially during quarantine was the can art. And yeah. I never knew that that was like a huge thing, but they have people that are literally dedicated to just can art and it's a marketing tool to get people to get this beer so like jocelyn wanted to get that tattooed on her and was like hey i'm gonna try this beer because i know what that is like they know what they're doing yeah no that totally makes sense sneaky bastards getting us with their marketing skills (laughs) sneaky beer makers (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean it's true it's true i i totally see that and now that i'm looking at this art more it's so detailed um, it's a vine of hops and it's got passion fruits. And then the blood orange is Yum. the teeth, oh, like I the, see. the main head of it. And it's, it's very cool. And now that you say that, when I think about it, we shop for wine based on labels mm-hmm. 90% mm-hmm. of the time, I would say, unless we're going to a winery or getting recommended to drink something when we're shopping for ourselves, we're always looking for like a really cool looking label that draws us in um Mm -hmm. I saw one today even I was telling Sarah about it all day I was like I didn't buy it today but I gotta get this we gotta talk about it sometime oh Um, yeah that I can't when she sent me the picture (laughs) of it I was like "Ooh, cute uh we definitely at some point you have to buy that so we can drink and talk about it yes I'll I'll say the name now but we'll save it for another episode but it's called the pool boy 
Ooh. <laughs> that sounds mysterious <laughs> and kind of kind of dirty, but yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> But I got I got my booch and there, <laughs> I can't, um, I can't. I just love saying that. I, think I, I know like it's just so. That. I know you. So I can. Gotta toot it and booch it. Gotta toot it and booch it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> We're turning up a different vibe tonight. But beer it's- does, y'all. I'm sorry. That's why I keep drinking it. <laughs> is this is it how is this how beer people act are we doing it right you're doing it right you know doing it right as long as you got hops on the label you're drinking it right hops. what are you drinking tony tell us what what did you bring tonight yeah Noah. so i was telling sarah there's this really awesome uh liquor store by my house and this guy who owns it he is it's called rocky's liquor it's in claremont um super small and it just looks like a liquor store like you would never think that they would have this huge selection of craft beer and he has a full craft beer fridge in the back and you can do like single cans and make your own four packs or you can like get the four packs already made and they're all from microbreweries so like independent craft beer breweries and they also have you know bigger name stuff as well but he gets a shipment in like every week of just brand new, just crazy off the wall beers that I've never tried before from like upstate New York, New Jersey, Florida, like all these just off the wall, like cool, crazy places. So I went in today and I just got back from San Diego. So I was on the San Diego beer kick because that's Ooh. where the beer, that's where the breweries are popping. Yeah, popping um, in San popping Diego. for sure. Um, this one, it says, uh, it's called Pariah. And it says catch me coasting so it's a uh west coast india pale ale um IPA. so it has like a little yeah some ipas <laughs> that's my jam girl that's, i know what that means <laughs> that's me that's me <laughs> got a good alcohol content to seven percent so it's pretty good um oh, shit you guys are riding high today i thought mine was a high <laughs> percent of alcohol and it's definitely not as high as yours yeah. that's okay it just means i'll i'll drink more no, it's yes. super, super, super good. Um, there's a little like excerpt on the back and it actually says uh, the new normal. This beer was designed to straight up be tasty as well. You know, the initial angle was to talk about nostalgia and how that has an opportunity to provide comfort even when the world begins to make no sense. I suppose the really important thing to say here is no matter what comes of this madness, we are all thankful to still be able to enjoy a delicious IPA. We hope you enjoy this one as much as we do. Pariah Brewing, a proper West Coast IPA. Yep, you caught us. And it says Cute. no practice, no practice is sacred. That's Cute. so like fun brand with everything that you were just saying about yeah. people catering to um, everyone in quarantine and wanting to have a good time and yep. like dedicated artists and that whole little message, but just like touched me a little bit. Yeah. so so sweet i love these Aww. good vibes good vibes good vibes in the craft beer industry i'm telling you they it's it's really blowing up right now and you're seeing more and more of them even during quarantine yeah i know people wanted beer and alcohol during quarantine for sure but <laughs> it was a really hard time you know some of these places are these little mom and pop places you know that they, they they spent their life savings to to make this brewery you know but there's a yeah. brewery by my house called hamilton they sold their home to build their brewery that was that's what their story oh, was based off of shit. so I look at that I'm like man like no wonder this is such a chill vibe it's a beautiful place it's a beautiful like opportunity so 
when you have these cool beers with cool stories attached to it, it makes you want to keep going back, you know? So that's why I got this yeah. one. And the can's rad. It's like a yin yang kind of thing. Oh. Yeah, let's see. We got to oh. see the label. You got to show us your. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you right show here. Us your... Show us your can. Show us your cans. Look at so, that. Show me your cans. Is that a tie dye? Oh, <laughs> or like marble? Or... Yeah, so it's like a tie dye, like yin yang kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. the middle is kind of like a, a a very cool looking sun, like catch catch mm-hmm. the coast. So it says catch me coasted, catch and then me coasted. on the side they're pariah. Oh, oh, sick! Yeah, it's really cool. That is that looks cool. like some kind of like old like mystical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like English <laughs> or something. I don't know. It just looks so like, like Lord of the Rings writing yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Super cool, super fun. Is that a dagger in the middle for the eye? Oh, maybe. Maybe it's a dagger. Oh, (laughs) very cool. TBD. Is it a person or is it a dagger? We'll we'll ask the audience. We'll ask Google. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it has a little script on the back here, so it's talking about the new normal and really relevant to today of what's going on, which is really cool as well. So I'm really excited, and it tastes bomb. The color is freaking beautiful. It has these like. Tell us about that. It's like. It almost looks like a hazy a little bit, um, but it's it look- really, really, uh, it's really, really kind of fruity in a way, and then um, not super hoppy, which is nice. Like for an IPA, I'm always a little worried about that. I don't like it too, too hoppy, and this is perfect. It's like a good mixture between kind of like a, a sweet and the hops there, so definitely this- an easy drink. This might be a dumb question, but like, what is it? I don't know jack shit about beer. So what does it mean when you say like, it's hoppy tasting or hoppy looking? What is so that? Hoppy, hoppy tasting. You're going to have that kind of like bitter taste on the back of your tongue. You know, when you eat like a grapefruit, you yeah. have that bitter taste at the end. Yeah. Um, so the more hoppy it is, that's what people are talking about that like bitter taste. Okay. Um, and there's so many different types of like IPAs. You have West coast, you have east coast ipas you have hazy ipas so like juicy ipas so the whole thing is all based on like what it kind of looks like what it tastes like and that's yeah. gonna be the the differentiation there Interesting. but um or double ipas are gonna be like higher hops triple ipa higher hops triple um, i feel yeah. like i've definitely had a double ipa before and that's why i don't drink that anymore because it was no good you definitely no <laughs> no good for me (laughs) I usually avoid I I okay I usually don't like IPAs but there is a brewery here in town that I've kind of fallen in love with and they have the only IPAs that I actually like and it's um Santan Brewery Santan Brewing Company um I forget what it's called, but it's like a sour fruity IPA. In the Phoenix area or? Uh, yes, I think there's two. Well, there's one in Chandler, which is a city I live in, and they have a little downtown area, which is great. Um, and the brewery, brewery next to it, (laughs) (laughs) next to it is a cocktail place that's attached to it. So that's all like the same building, same company, but they make the bombest cocktails. Like I have ever had. It is my favorite place in the area that I have found so far. (laughs) And the bartenders there are fucking great. they do, they specialize in smoked drinks and they'll put on a 
like Stormtrooper helmet or Star Lord or Boba Fett. Like each one of the bartenders has their own helmet and they put it on every time they pull out their giant blowtorch to make smoked drinks. What? That is crazy awesome. I'll definitely have to go there the next time I'm in town. Okay. Um, Tony, have you ever heard of Santan Brewery? I've never heard of that. But you said that you like their IPAs, so they must be freaking awesome. Yeah, and I don't like IPAs typically because I, I think it's the hoppiness, which is it, it tastes super bitter to me, and I cannot with that it's like so I don't know what the quite it's like a sharp bitter taste that I don't enjoy I think I'm more of like a a lager or a stout or like I don't know a dose man you guys are more like multi like more like okay either that or like blue moon is usually my go-to if like they have no craft beers I usually go for something that's got a little fruity to it Mm mm-hmm or I realizing that I am like I like sours, which is probably why I like this um, the booch, the booch. <laughs> oh, I can't stop. <laughs> you guys are all speaking Greek to me. I have no idea. I like I've heard the word stout lager IPA. I just really have no idea what any of those things mean. But <laughs> that's what you're here for, Tony. So before we like dive more into that. I'm gonna talk about my beer, which I'm almost done with the first can. Wow. That's right. Almost done with the first can already. And I started when we opened recording just now. So I was down in this shit. Um, It's actually pretty good. I'm very happy with this. Uh, Like, again, I'm not a huge beer drinker. I don't know much about beer, but I do know that I don't like IPAs because I've gotten really sick for my IPAs and I do like ciders because they're kind of similar to apple cider. You know, they just taste like fresh and crisp and happily and I'm cool with that. Well, it is. It's, it's, it's like the kombucha that I'm drinking, which is just an alcoholic version or a more fermented um kombucha because kombucha naturally has like a little bit of alcohol in it so this mm-hmm. one's like but mm. this apple cider that you're drinking is i correct me if i'm wrong tony keep me true but cider is cider technically beer or is it just alcoholic martinelli's <laughs> i i don't know if i would necessarily consider it a beer i mean you're still gonna have like the ibvs on it that's gonna tell you like how much alcohol is is in it but i think to constitute a beer you need like you know the yeast that different type of fermentation process as well as adding the hops in there um so I don't know if I would consider it a beer alcoholic Martinelli sounds great I would market it like that <laughs> all right well <laughs> you guys will tell me if this is really considered beer um okay. after I read everything about it so um I just got something super local. Um, it literally says Sonoma County, California on the front of the can. Woo-woo. Yep. So I got canned beer. Um, ordered it today, very randomly. Um, I mean, not randomly. I ordered it because, you know, we're doing this right now today. And I was like, I don't have beer, so I got to buy something. Um And I just went (laughs) naturally. So I went for the cider um, and it just says golden state cider on it. And it has this adorable little um, sea otter like icon inscription on it. 
really cute. It says apple driven dry cider. Um, and it says mighty dry. So, I mean, it is pretty dry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Opa. <laughs> I have literally been burping like every five seconds is because I've been downing this beer too hard. Um, or whatever this is. Um, for all intents and purposes, it's a beer night. I you see ciders at breweries, like they're in the same family, right? They're like cousins. They're like 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 sure. I don't think that like technically the only reason I think that I act I actually coincidentally picked up one that might be classified as beer because I'm reading the ingredients and it says yeast nutrients. And Tony, you said that yeast is like what classifies beers yeah that's why beer? you get that's why you see uh people with beer bellies is because of yeast <laughs> that's why no. their beer that's yeah. why their honeys are big and hard like a loaf of bread uh. oh my <laughs> god that's my boyfriend's tummy y'all <laughs> calling him out he called out himself i'm just you know reiterating what he's saying you know oh he says he goodness. has a little baby named jameson in there you know oh my lord that's funny yeah okay so bread yes so <laughs> yeast okay all right so you'll love this then so the back side of it says it doesn't have like a cute saying or anything on it it just says um 100 fresh pressed west coast apples with champagne yeast oh oh dang so motherfuckers i don't just have any sort of cider with yeast i got fucking <laughs> cider with fucking champagne west, yeast. west and coast. west coast apples bruh west <laughs> coast chunk all champagne. right um Champagne-a. it is it is actually gluten-free and vegan-friendly. No added sugars, no concentrate, bright, juicy, and crisp. It's so, cold. did I say mighty dry? Oh yeah, mighty yeah. dry is and on the mighty front. Mighty dry, juicy and crisp. Mmm, just how I like my men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> juicy and crisp. Juicy, crisp, and mighty dry. Mmm. Um. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> yes uh so this one is actually 6.3 percent um alcohol so it's definitely less than what you guys are having right now but I, I this is what I was wondering earlier when I looked at the can and then you guys are like oh I have seven percent um is that like Tony do you know what sort of the I mean is I guess it's probably different for every sort of type of beer but do you know what generally like the I don't know average percentage would be for beer in terms of alcohol content in my mind I feel like an average beer that people would drink they're always going to go to like a lager a blonde ale something like that like a Mexican lager um those usually run between like four to six percent oh okay and then I think don't get me wrong don't quote me but I think like hard seltzers are like five percent if you get like a white claw I think it's five percent yeah that's Um, true so right around that area there (laughs) (laughs) I I saw that on the label yeah Uh yeah five percent yes yeah so that's what you're probably looking at that's gonna be the 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 norm (laughs) tried to hit mute (laughs) that was really funny okay so five percent also, that was Jocelyn burping, so I'm not the only one. 
Yay. I am so red. Oh my god. I'm so embarrassed. Oh my god. <laughs> so red. B&Bs, burping in beer. Woo! Ooh, Tony, you're a pro. We have not heard you. Because uh, I, I, <laughs> I drink too much beer, man. <laughs> My body's already used to it. It's like, bring all that carbonation in yeast. It's you're just to the beer. <laughs> Heck yeah, I am. Are you, you're feeding your yeast, baby? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> about mine um just the government warnings like if you're pregnant don't drink this that's mm-hmm. probably a good idea not to do that um produced and packed by golden state cider Heldsburg, california um anything else important ingredients apple juice malic acid and yeast well there you go oh that's it <laughs> mine has so many ingredients in it like water kombucha culture sugar blood orange yeast passion fruit juice hops green tea black tea damn carbon dioxide organic yeast is that like the virgo of beers or something over there (laughs) maybe that's why i picked it Maybe. Maybe. Mine is Maybe. philosophical and says no practice is sacred. <laughs> no practice. You don't need to know. <laughs> no practice is sacred. So we did. And the thing that's really cool too. Let me see if y'all could see this. Actually, um, you'll know when it's an independent brewery because you you'll see this stamp on it. This stamp right here. Oh, oh. So cool. it actually says um, Independent Craft Brewers Association. So they actually put that oh. on um, breweries that are beers that like are independently brewed, which is. Oh, mine does not have that. It says that it's in partnership by Sierra Nevada Brewing Co. and Chico. Oh, that's the Sierra Nevada was um, one of the really cool stories. I travel stories I had actually um, that has to do with some beer. I didn't even know that Sierra Nevada was part of your your beer, Jocelyn. Oh, look at that. Look at that. What what a choice. A perfect segue. I'm (laughs) going to open my next can of beer very loudly next to the microphone. Hold on. Oh. Oh, that was crisp. Woo! Baby. Crisp. Wow. Mm, mm, That crispy mm, cider. mm. Yeah, I really like the cider. It's a good thing I got a four pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and go back for more later. Hey. Um right. so Tony, you were saying that you got travel stories. And also we were talking about alcohol percentages of beer. I think we got a little sidetracked, but that's okay. We'll come back full circle. Oh, um, yeah, we'll come back to that. I want to hear Sierra Nevada and I was like thing like oh my gosh like that is so freaking crazy sierra nevada beer is probably one of my faves but they you know for people who don't know like i love to travel i work for a travel company sarah and i have traveled you know a ton of places and in 2019 we got to actually travel to thailand yeah we did and yeah super super (laughs) fun that's a whole other story for another podcast (laughs) well we highly recommend it we highly recommend it yes but like the the crazy thing with uh, Sierra Nevada was in 2018 there was the big uh, campfire that happened up in Butte County in Northern California that like yep. devastated this huge you know huge 
area up there. You know, houses were destroyed, schools destroyed, like everything. There was nothing there left. And in 2018, Sierra Nevada decided to put out this, this beer and a recipe called Resilience IPA. And they were like, hey, let's see if we can get just other breweries around us to start brewing this beer. We're going to give you the recipe. And then 100% of the proceeds are going to go towards the campfire funds. And I was like, that's super cool. So like 1,400 breweries started to participate. Well, like fast forward to 2019, we're in Thailand, roaming the streets of Thailand in some random mall and walk past the giant- Roaming the streets. Roaming the streets of (laughs) Thailand, walk past in a mall, walk past a freaking pirate ship. And there's just like a random sign that just says like craft beer. And I'm all, this is kind of shady, but let's try it. It says craft beer, why not? And we walk in and there's a sign that says, we are selling Resilience IPA, which is all the way from Northern California, and all of their proceeds are going towards the Campfire Foundation. What? From a totally, like, yeah. a completely other side of the world, and this brewery still was brewing this um, recipe for Sierra Nevada. Which is what? so, it's so crazy on so many levels, and, like, one of them being is, like, I had just moved to Northern California mm-hmm. in 2018, so I was pretty much here around the times the fires happened. Um, but I didn't know anything about this like resilience thing. Obviously I'm not like super into beer. So the fact that it like, we went there and we didn't even, as far as I remember, we were just going to like, we were kind of like scouting the area because we Mm -hmm. had gotten there a day or two early before the travel group, which is who we booked with. So we're supposed to meet like 14 other people or 15 other people in our tour guide um, at the hotel, but we got to the hotel a day or two early so we could like scout around and hit the streets. And uh, (laughs) we ended up like, oh, there's a mall like over here. That's cool. Like, let's go check it out. And literally, like Tony said, it was like, there was just some random sign going down like a walkway where it was like beer, like a brewery is here. And we stepped in and started talking to... um, the Tony started talking to the person there because she saw that sign and I was like I what what are you talking about and it was like this whole thing in the middle of Thailand of all places of course Tony would sniff it out (laughs) I was like ah resilience IPA and they're like this is so cool and I was like yeah pour me one of those bad boys I'm about to drink it right now (laughs) (laughs) and we did so fun but sorry yeah (laughs) oh heck yeah we did I was like pour me another one man it was it was cute too that place was really cute yeah and it had air conditioning because it was freaking hotter than Hades up in there and like it it had the only one of the only places with air conditioning you know (laughs) so anything beer on a hot day oh perfect yeah actually and I don't I don't really like you know I'm not super into beer so like when we got there I was just like I have no idea what to get so I was like, anything on the lighter side, that's all I know. I know I don't like dark beer. So anything on the lighter side, and it was really good. And it was refreshing. Like Tony said, it was super hot and humid there. And we were there in February too. And it was hot and humid. It was like Ooh. 80 degrees with like a humidity of like 200%. So it was really mm. nice being inside with the cold glass of beer and <laughs> the air conditioning. I can't disagree that on a really hot day, I might rather have a glass of beer or a very cold glass of like Sav Blanc, but Ooh. beer is 
undeniably refreshing when it's hot outside. Yeah. It's kind of like that staple thing too, right? Like when you think about, I mean, at least for me, this is what I picture. Picture this with me. Okay. Picture this with me. I'm going to paint a picture for you. It's summer (laughs) and it's hot outside. Here we go. It's really hot outside. And you're like, I already had my lunch, but now I just need a cold, refreshing beverage while I sit my ass outside in the pool, at the pool, near the pool, by the pool, in the pool, on a floaty. You tell them, girl. Looking awesome. Covering all of it. With a a sun hat. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I need a light, refreshing drink in my hand right now. And before you know it, here comes the pool boy putting that light, refreshing drink in your hand. Cheers. Oh, hey. Cheers. Cheers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I'm imagining my pool boy right now actually maybe multiple pool boys <laughs> well you need one for every activity right you need one to hand you the floaty one to get you on the floaty one to have your towel outside when you're waiting one to give you your beverage while you're in there one to cover your shade one to do your sunscreen like you need multiple pool boys it's you're so smart Sarah I was not thinking in that much detail but like (laughs) damn now that you've painted that picture I see it it. (laughs) it's a hot boy summer it's a hot boy summer (laughs) I want to go wherever that picture you just painted was I want that up on my window right here (laughs) that's gonna be my vision board right there yes vision board that's my vision board (laughs) i'm gonna play sarah's beer opening sound on a loud speaker speaker and bring all the boys to my pool yard (laughs) yes oh my god hey Dude, that could to- Jocelyn, that could totally be a parody. Like you just wrote a parody for milkshake, bringing boys to the yard, but instead you bring um, cool boys to the pool yard with your booch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> booch. Get that booch. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm, re- I'm, <laughs> I'm changing my Bumble profile to casting for pool boy parody. <laughs> Hashtag booch. oh you guys i'm really feeling it with this beer it's a nice little ride it's you know it's it's a little different than wine obviously wine hard alcohol and beer um they all kind of have i don't know about you guys but you could tell me if it's the same for you but i have a different kind of ride with each different type whether it's hard alcohol beer or wine if it falls within one of those like categories I have a different type of tipsy to drunk or like wave that I ride and this beer one it's always like going in the breeze with the flow in the pool or something (laughs) oh I feel like a palm tree that's what it is I'm like waving back and forth that's a nice picture I my mine goes much deeper than that my my drunks and um buzz go like different types of hard alcohol red wine versus white wine really um, yeah. light light beers versus like heavy beers like each and then if you mix any of the above mentioned items it is just a recipe for mess dis- messy disaster shit show shit show it's like ma'am yep. you need you need to go home 
that's yeah. what happens <laughs> ma'am ma'am call yourself an uber you need to go home <laughs> have, your, have your pool boy call you an uber asap because you are done <laughs> pool boy number three call the uber <laughs> call the uber <laughs> <laughs> they should make a beer that's just called that call yourself an uber triple call ipa an uber. oh my Ooh! god copyright that shit copyright it. <laughs> call yourself an uber and it's not even uber it's uber uba like you be a yeah Uba. call yourself an uba call yourself an uba girl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's there there can't be no copyright infringement on that name there can't be no you heard nope. it here from jocelyn you cannot you cannot be no copyright you can't be no <laughs> oh my gosh that little shop of horrors girls getting crazy over there silly <laughs> audrey <laughs> oh, oh, slow Audrey. down Audrey slow down <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, get her. better come give me another one <laughs> Shit. call, call oh. me my Uber <laughs> oh, oh Audrey's getting wild over there oh man <sighs> well speaking of travel um I know we talked a lot about that last week right like we we're on a know, kick we're on a travel kick because you know we're feeling it and I know for sure Tony is like yes. she's She's feeling the, all the feels about us reopening. Yeah. Getting this out there. Getting this. Um, yeah. I feel like def- definitely my Sagittarius comes out when it comes to travel. Yeah. For sure. That mm-hmm. freedom. Pick up and go. Like we're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freedom yep. just to go. I, like literally when we went to Thailand, remember I texted you like maybe a month before. I'm like, yo, you want to go to Thailand or, or what? Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty much. Oh my God. You're right. That's pretty much what happened. Like it was a month and maybe a week before yeah. we actually went yes. and I was like you know what I can yeah I can do it I can make this happen um because I was right in the middle of switching jobs at that time too so it worked out very conveniently that I was able to take time off for it was almost two weeks. It was like a 10 day trip or 12 day trip with the, I was going to say the commute. <laughs> but like, the yeah. Commute. The fucking, the commute of like 14 fucking hours on the airplane. Oh, gosh. Which actually, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. But yeah, it literally was like a, a month and a half before we were supposed to leave. And Tony's like, do you want to do this? Do you want to go? Like, here's how much it's going to be. Like, it's like this last minute deal on um contiki like shout out contiki woo they're not sponsored or anything by this podcast but we're just we've done trips with them before super super love it um highly recommend it um and then yeah and then it was like okay we're going and we just like got on the phone with the reservation person and we planned the whole thing and next thing you know we're like scrambling to get vaccinations and buying wet shoes and filling our suitcases and then we were we were there it was crazy but I really wasn't sure how I was gonna do on that 14-hour flight because it's it had been a really I love flights I'm okay with them because I fall asleep very easily on planes and I had I know (laughs) must be nice (laughs) must be nice must be nice I'm one of those people though that like when I'm out I'm like I'm out like I'm out for the count so 
like being a deep sleeper, it's super easy for me to just knock out on a plane. So I remember when I went to Israel when I was like 16 years old, and that was the only time I'd done like anything more than like six hours. And that trip was like four hours to Canada and 12 hours to Tel Aviv. Like it was super long, but that was like years ago. And then we get to, and then we were like, oh, we're going on our trip to Thailand. It's like 14 hours. And I wasn't sure how I was going to do. And actually it was totally fine. Like you go to sleep and then like you wake up and people are there to give you food. And then, heck yeah, they were. Yeah. And then you like, and they're very nice people. And then you like go to the bathroom and you have your slippers and you come back and you sit in your thing <laughs> and you have your little robe and you get your little toothbrush. It's like this whole thing. It's, it's great. And you watch, how many movies did we watch, Tony? We watched like three movies on the way there. We watched like way three back. movies and then I had like three beers as well. So. Oh, that too. <laughs> oh, that too. I, I don't fly well. So that's why I was like, ma'am, can I see your beer list, please? Like, where do I, char- where do I charge my card? I, I, I'll, I'll pay right here. I don't care. I'll pay right here. <laughs> In cash. Sorry. Hold on. Let me yeah. just pull right out of my, I just pull out my this, card. I have this picture of you two on the plane and Sarah's like snoring and Tony's like, ma'am, 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 bring me, bring me that beer, bring me that beer. And Tony's ma'am. like, Three I need a beers beer. in. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's finished her three beers, and Sarah's waking up. She's like, "Food, slippers, food, <laughs> Tony's like, the well, fuck? Bitch, "I'm on my third beer. Catch up, man. We're going to Thailand." Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it, it is a long flight, right? Like it's long. You can't get around that, but. Um, I don't know. Like if you're not a deep sleeper, you could, um, wait, did you, didn't you bring some like uh NyQuil or like Ambien or something, Tony? Uh, I definitely, I definitely brought, uh, Benadryl. I took like two oh, Benadryl. Yeah. That's what I, it was, that's why I, I, I did. Like I did, I knocked out. Cause I was like, please Lord, I know <laughs> there's nothing underneath me right now. Like take me to church right now because I'm, <laughs> I'm legit terrified. I just want to see Thailand. Like, please just get me there, whatever you need me to do. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, and I had like my beer glasses there. I probably thought, look, alcoholic, of course you're going to Thailand. <laughs> it was the best. It was great. Yes. It's totally fine. It's fine. But it was a good time, you know? It was. Jocelyn, when was the last time you did like a flight that, the, that was that long? Like a, I guess an international flight. Too long ago. Where was it too long ago? France. Oh yeah. That's literally the only place that I've been to on that half of the world. Yeah. I think the furthest place I've flown to is like Florida. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Florida, New York, Mexico, Puerto Rico, um, the Virgin islands. I flew Mm -hmm. there once um other times I went by boat um but yeah I'm not even going to say how just how long ago it was I was a teenager still but old enough to drink wine oh true all that matters yeah it matters and you're a you all you have to be is a senior in high school to drink alcohol and you're sure do you sure do (laughs) Tony's Um, like yeah yeah you do I was, yeah, I, that I, I honestly, I was actually thinking about it when you guys were talking about your 
experience on the flight. I don't remember my flight. I'm pretty sure it was like nine hours. I don't remember. I don't remember if I slept, if I liked it, if I hated it. Like, I remember that we took a really, really long train ride from Southern France to Paris. It was like four or hmm. six hours. Damn, that is a um, long time on a train. But I was with a big group of people. So, you know, we we slept, we played games, we chit-chat, we gossiped, like we stayed entertained. The the thing I do remember about traveling um in the country was that train ride, it was just hundreds and hundreds of miles of sunflower fields as far as you could see. What? Wow, that sounds it beautiful. Was, amazing it like you just you looked in either direction and they were us like you could not see what was on the other end of these giant fields of huge the like the big ones the big sunflowers look like cornfields but of sunflowers damn it was amazing and i also translated for us everywhere we went in france yeah <laughs> she's the ultimate translator we were just talking i think tony you pro- may or may not have listened to last week and we were talking about travel and how jocelyn basically like was like our tour guide translating things for us in spanish i mean to be fair we we kind of prepped for that right like we had um I don't, I don't know if we touched on this a lot last week, but we basically, me, Jocelyn, and the other girl, um, our other friend Casey Casey that came with us, we all downloaded a, uh, an app to like kind of revamp, relearn ourselves with Spanish because we've all taken uh, Duolingo. Yeah. Yeah. Duolingo. Yeah. That's the one we used. Yeah. And it's, it is, it's so good. I wish they had more languages on there. I mean, they Mm -hmm. do have a lot, but they don't have some of the ones that I was, uh, looking for uh yeah. specifically tagalog they don't have tagalog on there but mm. um yeah the, the spanish course was super fun it like yeah. it felt it feels like a game when you're like learning that and like also like i said like we've all lived in southern california most of our lives so we know some spanish but sorry i had to burp again um <laughs> I covered it that time. It was nasty. Um, But yeah, like she, we all kind of like got ourselves refreshed on it. And I still felt like I was super behind where Jocelyn was like, basically like blackout drunk and just like navigating us around freaking Mexico. But apparently she did that in France too. I, I mean, I did actually take French in high school and Spanish technically, but I did take French for a few years in high school and my first year. No. Yeah. Yeah. I did. That's it. Cause I don't think we had Duolingo then it was Rosetta stone. Yeah. Um, Rosetta stone. It wasn't yeah, on your phone. Like you literally have to like no. watch them on like cassette tapes. You're like, uh, DVDs. <laughs> on DVDs. No, cassette tapes were not that old. Gosh. Yeah. Rosetta Stone <laughs> came on, on VHS and DVD. Oh, back with it. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember going to the computer lab um, to get it. And and I had a friend um, who illegally downloaded uh, a torrent of it. So I had it on my old computer for a while. Oh my God, that's um, amazing. That shit was expensive. It was like it $500. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of language, because we talked about it last episode, I was literally thinking yesterday, um, about 
how I'm going to start learning Portuguese on Duolingo for when we go to Portugal. <laughs> oh yeah, Tony, you have to go to Portugal with us, by the way. Yes. Yes. We're Tony to would Portugal. be a perfect travel buddy with us. She really is. She's really great. She's a great travel buddy. I can, I can condone this. <laughs> we have some awesome, uh, the trips that we do for Portugal. Like I look at them and I'm like, how have I not been here? <gasps> like, how is this not someplace that I've been? And it does needs it, to happen. Does it take you to Madeira Island? Ooh, I don't Madeira? know. I, I'm not sure, but that sounds like a magical place. It That's looks, where we're going. It looks amazing. Um, I don't wow. know. I don't know, Jocelyn, if you talked about last last week's episode, how you found this random island that's right off portugal and basically like parallel to uh, morocco but it's just this like adorable little island oh um, love it yeah so look and it up tony and let us wine. know did you yeah. know that they're, they're known for their wine the island yes really what, what yes. kind of wine Holy shit. i don't know i just saw that they do <laughs> wine <laughs> She's like, it says wine and that's all I need I to say wine. You know, I follow a bunch of people on TikTok. I have been watching, I have seen like every single travel show that you can think of for the past decade. I like from like all of Anthony Bourdain's shows, Bizarre Foods, um, Somebody Feed Phil, fuck that's delicious like I watch everything I love food cooking shows and there's that show on Amazon Prime that I found that's I think it's literally just called the wine show and they travel around to different countries so every time I see something that I like I just pin it in my google maps like I'm gonna go here one day or if I'm ever in that country, I'm going to go to these like restaurants or this winery or these spots that I found. And I got a new job. I started last week and they had a little list of questions that they sent out to the whole team. And the first question is, where are you going to go? Like once the world opens up, once borders open up, like, where are you going? And my initial answer was like, oh, I'm going to go to either Europe or someplace tropical or this or that. And I stopped myself and I erased all my answers. It's like, no, I cannot do that. I cannot be that person that's just like, I'll go anywhere. I was like, no, I need to find a place and I'm going to make it happen. And I looked through my Google maps, my saved places, and that place came up. And I don't know why I thought that that had like the most affordable looking (laughs) trip, like with the flights that I looked up in all the different places or just like, I was like, I don't want to go someplace that like, I don't know, that's typical. Like I want to go someplace that's really cool and unique that I would never like have never been to. That's not quite on my bucket list. I don't want to return to any place I've already been to. I'm going to go somewhere new. And that's what I picked. And it was saved in my Google maps, like that I must go to this Island Um, and so I put that and everybody, not everybody, but a handful of people responded, including the like VP, CEO, whatever of our whole team, the, the head, the head bitch in charge, boss, boss lady. There, there's a lot of really smart people that I work with. They're all fucking great. And she was like, oh my God, I can't wait to exchange travel tips. Also, what's your next hair color going to be? Because my hair is bright pink in my photo that went out to my entire team. I was like, well, 
I changed my hair color. It's pink right now. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> pink yeah, hair, no. don't care. Pink hair, don't care. Um, I love my pink hair. But anyways, I've, I have put it out in the universe. It's been manifested. That was a very long-winded story. But we are going to Portugal. <laughs> Girl, I'm always down. I want to go and see everything. Like, I literally do. I want to see everything. And like you said, Jocelyn, like trying to like pick and pinpoint a place has been hard. But it's so important. Like to yeah. really just be like, I want to go here. Like, these are the things I want to do. These are places I want to see. Like, this is like the type of environment I want to be around. I want to look at like the bar scene. I want to look at, you know, the historical part. Like, and it's so important to be able to do that and pinpoint that because I feel like it just makes it so much more meaningful when you yeah. go. Yeah. And like, Absolutely. I definitely, I wanted to go to an island, but I was like, well, I've been all, I've been in the Caribbean like I've seen I like I never been to Hawaii but I wanted to go someplace that you know fell under the category of when borders open again so and and not be like that basically yeah wants to go to Hawaii well I do really <laughs> want to go to Hawaii but it always keeps too, like falling but... to the back burner because I'm like oh my god there's so yeah. many other places that I also want to see and Hawaii is so expensive yeah. if they made it a little bit more affordable <laughs> I might go there sooner and um, especially right now with like COVID stuff it's even more expensive just because you have mm-hmm. to do if you want to go to like inner island flights yep. you have to get a COVID test before each flight for inner island like it's insane so yeah. I hear you there they're making it really hard to travel there right now. I've looked into it. Um, but I also saw somebody on TikTok posting that there are countries that will pay you to travel to them what? when the borders open, like basically pay. I think it was like Italy was offering like 50% off your flight or your hotel and then free entry to all the museums. Mexico was offering like Cancun was offering like two nights free, it was like all these deals that countries are offering to boost, um, tourism. Tra- yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I'm down. Offer me free shit. I'll come. I'll come. I'll come. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right now, cause, uh, Greece, what is it? It's Greece, Croatia mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Iceland are the three countries right now that are actually open to Americans who are fully vaccinated. Ooh. Um, so when we got that announcement, everyone was so excited because it's like, oh my gosh, we can start having, you know, our travel start up again. Mm-hmm. And these countries, those three places, they said like our whole economy is based around tourism. Like we need people to come here and they made it so that, you know, they got the vaccines out to their, you know, to everyone who, you know, try to get out as fast as they can and roll it out where they're at. So that when people do come, you know, travelers from outside of the country, if they are vaccinated, they're able to go. So those three countries have been open for about a month now. And then the, the EU said, hopefully by June, uh, if not July, the EU will be open for travelers as well, vaccinated American travelers. So, I mean, it's happening, y'all. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> and you know what? My goal this summer, and I don't know, I feel like both of you have d- either done this or heard of this. Um, but my goal this summer is to apply and get my global entry card. Um, you basically, Tony knows what's up. Um, so Sarah, I don't know if you've heard of this, but it is a must for us. It sounds familiar, but please, um, educate me and the listeners on what this is. (laughs) So 
you, any American citizen can apply and basically you get to pass TSA customs lines like you get through everything because you apply you fill out um you know you answer a bunch of questions you go in and you do like a 15 minute interview to make sure that you're a safe person that's can travel and you like pass all these prerequisite requirements and then you're good to go and it lasts you for what a year 10 years i don't know what it it lasts for a while I think a year and 10 years are very different, but <laughs> um, it lasts and you don't have to wait in customs or TSA or like you bypass so many lines. Holy so shit, dude. yeah, like anybody who loves to travel like we do. And now when things start opening up, I definitely want to hit um, my, my jet setter. I, I want to hit the books. I don't know what I'm saying. I want to put stamps <laughs> in my passport. We want to go. Places. We, must go. we want to travel. Stamp this passport. Stamp, stamp it now. Stamp, stamp it. it. Stamp it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I um last year when I went on my cruise, um, you go through all the ports. So I was really bummed out. I went to like five different islands and I didn't get my passport stamped anywhere because Yeah, they don't stamp them. They don't yes. stamp them when you're on a cruise. Oh, yes. no. No, you don't. Like I went to Mexico, Jamaica, and Haiti. And each place I was like, can you just stamp can this? You please? <laughs> like, can, you, can you please? Like, please? Um, even if it's like a, a souvenir item from the gift shop, can you please stamp um, this? Sir, I need right you to now. stamp this. Thank you. Now. They have it. Make it official. They have the stamps. They do. They do. And we flew into Puerto Rico, but Puerto Rico is technically um u.s owned so no stamps i'm gonna open this beer the new one let's see yes oh yeah you've got variety tell us about some variety tell us about that i love that sarah and i are like we got one (laughs) i mean sarah's got her four pack (laughs) yeah i'm almost done with four packs I got two oh. four packs here. What um, else are you drinking? This beer is one of my faves. It's called a Delirium Tremens. Oh, it's so cute. It looks like it would come from Thailand. It's got that Isn't little cute elephant on elephant. it. Yeah. So what's really cool is that I did a steal the glass and they had this beer and the glass itself, the stem is shaped like an elephant trunk. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> you would. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's my favorite animal and i was like Dude, this beer is so good and i don't know if y'all could see what it says here but it says elected as best beer in the world holy what mm-hmm. also that. that elephant color the coloring matches your color on your nails heck yeah it does Super cute. oh my god it does that's so cute your Did nails I planet maybe maybe Maybe. planet maybe the thing that i thought was crazy about this beer though is like my favorite obviously my favorite animal is an elephant but my favorite disney movie is dumbo and delirium tremens reminds me of the pink elephant scene elephants on parade i was gonna say exactly exactly like right yeah so good oh yeah this beer is just it's it's pretty killer so when I went to that that uh, liquor store I told you all about, he had 
one case. Oh, I have one. Oh, that was kind of a, a burp. Oh, gosh. Ooh, oh. Who am I? Wow. Such a wow. lady over oh. here. Me and me wow. and like, and she's hey, like, hey, hey. Oh, gosh. It like, like kind of came out. I was like, hey, hey, stay in there. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you simmer down. Get back in there. You simmer it down. You're not oh, yeah, done baking they... yet. <laughs> Sir, you and your your little loaf of bread, you stay right there. <laughs> your loaf of bread. Oh, I just spit all over the place. That was funny. Hey. <laughs> what happens? It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. We're fine. Everyone's fine. So yeah, super good beer, man. Super good. So I'm excited. <laughs> Woohoo! Tell us, tell us more about the beer. What, what kind of beer is it? What, what does it taste like? What does it look like? Where is it from? What's the alcohol? Oh yeah, of course. That's the best part. So Delirium (laughs) Tremens is a Belgian ale. So it's a, it's a very pretty, pretty color. Let me see. Do, 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 do. It's my beer pouring song, y'all. It's fine. I like that. Yeah. Oh my god. Do we have a wine pouring song? Because we should. Hey. What? She she has a beer pouring song. <laughs> did you make it up? I did. Of course. That's <laughs> of course I made it up. Of course. Daddy. We just Jocelyn, hello? Jocelyn, are you here? Are you listening <laughs> to what's going on? <laughs> apparently not oh my god i'm just like floored i I, I, what don't we have a pouring song well we need one now look at that Ooh, that's different it's not quite as golden as the one before but like damn look at those bubbles Woo, baby Ooh, i'm sorry it all looks like beer to me (laughs) i was like look at that yay oh okay i see the bubbles i see the bubbles look Um, do you know what i have those wine I, wine glasses wow i have mm-hmm. that beer glass oh the russian river uh, i think susan has those actually yeah our, that's our, our super good friend susan our hi susan fan hi susan hi susan number <laughs> <laughs> one fan susan, Woo! Woo! susan. i'm Get pretty it. sure she has those or it's left over from I went, I did one quarantine date where we did a social distance picnic outside my apartment and, um, the date brought beer glasses Mm -hmm. and I don't know what happened either. He like, he was like a connoisseur, blah, 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 whatever. And he had to bring his like beer glasses to drink the beer and bougie beer guy apparently left one of the glasses and that was the first and only day we ever had so it's mine now um no. anyways that's that story <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that his, his ig should totally be bougie beer guy right bougie it probably guy. is because like who not only has a social distance date where you're like picnicking and like you bring stuff for your day which i think is super cool but you go above and beyond to the point of bougie where you bring your own, not wine glass, but beer glasses to pour beer in to have your date with. I think that he earned the title of bougie beer bougie. guy. Bougie beer guy. With his That's booch. Right. And I 
actually, um, I also have a small, adorable um, liquor store, which I miss that used to be um, walking distance from where Susan and I used to live called Rose Market. Um, yeah, I think I went there once with you, right? You probably did. It's adorable. We would go there for wine and beer. Um, because they also, it just looks like an inconspicuous, cute little market. Um, but they have a really interesting variety of snacks and wines and craft beers. Oh, yeah, I remember going there. The cashier lady was really nice because she like knew you guys. Yeah. So yeah. she's like, oh, Her- you again. Okay. <laughs> That's me. Like, hey, girl, where's the wine? Yeah, Susan had a favorite, it was a hibiscus beer. Um, I don't remember what kind it was, but the can was like a magenta pink looking color and it was hibiscus and they knew that that was our like top beer. So they would hide cases for us when we would go and they're like, either they had it or they didn't have it, but they always knew every time we came in, they'd be like, Oh, we have some in the back for you. Or, Oh, I'm so sorry. We're out. I know you love it, (laughs) but no way. That's awesome. They're so cool. I miss that place, man. I'm a place like that. That reminds me, speaking of beer in places, um, besides obviously Thailand and the story we told about that, Tony, where are other places that, you've traveled to and you've had the beer there and you're just like yes or no maybe you're like no don't do that don't do beer in this place <laughs> yeah because like I've been to I love going to breweries I guess maybe I know more about beer than I play on because only recently I started getting more into it because just like everybody that we, like so many friends just like beers I'm like fuck it okay try your beer then fine but <laughs> um I can't really remember any place that really, really stood out, maybe like one or two for me. So I'm super curious to know, like, where are the beers that have just blown your mind? Is it local? Is it Thailand? Like, I'm going to stop talking. I I was like, I'm trying to, I was actually trying to think because when I went to Argentina in 2016, um, like I, I liked beer, you know, and I remember I went and I asked my friend who lived there, I was like, Hey, like, where do I find like good craft beer? And he's like, what do you like? What's craft beer? I was like, you know, like an IPA or like stout or something. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like looking at me, just kind of like, wow, what, you know? And, um, he's like, we drink Kilmas and Kilmas is a type of beer. It's like basically like, now I don't even want to say Corona because Corona is better than Kilmas. Kilmas is like, <laughs> oh boy, almost like a Coors Light, maybe oh, a no! little bit. I don't know. No! I don't explain it. It's just very different. It's just very like an easy drinking, like it's supposed to be like an easy drinking beer. Right. Mm. And, um, everyone drinks it there. And I was like, dude, there has to be like something else. And that was all. And Heineken, it was Heineken and Kilmas were the only drink Ooh. beers that they would drink. And I was like, I don't want to drink this. Like, no. So I definitely feel that local breweries that I've been to are just, just so different. And like the vibe is just so different. 
like when I went to go visit Sarah up in San Jose, there was a day where she was working and I just like took her car and I'm like, Hey, I'm just going to go into San, like downtown San Jose and just, you know, walk around and see. Yeah. And I, I walked in and I had like my little canteen that has all my brewery stickers all over it. And the, the brew, the brew tender or the beer tender was like, Hey, like you, it looks like you like breweries. I'm like, yeah, he's like, you know, that you're like kind of on a, like a mile here. There's a ton of breweries. I can give you a map if you want. I was like, sure. And he literally gave <laughs> me a map and I was like right in the dead center. And I'm like, okay. So I just started walking to all these different breweries and they all were like friends with each other too. So they were like, oh, we recommend this beer. If you go over here, you have to try this. Oh, go here, here, and here. I had the best day. It was just so much fun. And like, I just learned so much that day. I got pretty drunk that day. It was fun. I was yeah. just walking around downtown San Jose, just <laughs> chilling. Like it was great. Do but, it. Yeah, come visit Sarah and just come get drunk yeah. and go to the Heck breweries. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Did you and Jen have to go save Tony? <laughs> no, I, I, had no. Walk, I had to walk she that just, shit off. Yeah, she spent literally. <laughs> oh my just, God. She was just there like literally the entire day. She's like, oh, like, can I go down? Because she came for like, um, I don't want to say a week, but like a weekend, maybe like four or five days. Uh-huh. And there was like one day where I couldn't get it off. So I was just staying at home working, I think that day. And I was like, yeah, just like take my car, like drive down to San Jose. It's like 20 minutes away. And you can just like go around, um, like this particular area that I've been to before with a friend. Um, and like, there's like this cute little downtown area and there's tons of breweries down there. Um, so she just like went down there and just literally spent the whole day there. I think she was gone from like 11 to seven or something. Like she was literally gone the entire day. <laughs> I was, was gone all day. Yeah. Bravo, I rode a scooter bravo. there. That was the first time I rode one of those bird scooters. Cause oh I was like, God. where am I? Like, thankfully I pinned Kara's, uh, uh, Sarah's car. Cause I was like, where, where did I park this car? I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I, I need to just like get something to eat. And I found like some good food down there. I found this oh, awesome yeah. cookie place. I brought cookies back for them. Ooh. Yeah. It was, oh, it was so much fun. And I just feel like when you find those independent little craft brewery places that, especially ones that other people recommend, like other brewers recommend, because they all go to each other's brewery, you know? Yeah. And that's when, you know, you found something real special. And I found that really cool glass I got for Sarah. It had a little seashell on it. So of course I had to yes. buy it because I was like, and the mermaid and the mermaid that's me and it's funny because you bought that glass for me that has this very beautiful like shell on it and it's very clearly like a beer glass like I don't know if people really understand if you've ever seen a beer glass because I don't really like you know me I'm not a beer person but if you see a beer glass like you know what it looks like it has a certain shape to it uh, like the cylinder shape and then the top of it's kind of a little bit different and then it had this like cute little shell on the front of it um I use that all the time, not even for beer. I just use that, that glass all the time for when I have mimosas at home, <laughs> I put my orange juice in my champagne, <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. I, I love, love it. it. Well, I bought it for you. <laughs> yeah. So You're the cute. best. I, I wonder if it's the same part of town where Sarah, you and our friend Kimbo and I did that margarita pub crawl. It's not in the same area, but that's actually, I've been to that area a couple of times with our friend, uh, Kimbo, um, like kind of where we met her for the first time for like new year's Eve. It was that like sort of, it was that area. Um, and I think Kimbo's really into beer too. So 
she might love this podcast episode. <laughs> she might be super into it. Um, I love this. Yes. But um, what was I going to say about local? Yeah, I think maybe that's just a testament, not just to maybe like San Jose or Bay Area hospitality, but also like maybe the beer community too, is like people are just so, it's not like this like competition thing, but everybody's just so like, I think you were talking about this earlier, Tony, where it's just like, it's such like a community centered thing, you know, like everybody's just like here, like do this, go to this person, like they're the best for this, they're the best for that. And like, really just um promoting like good times and having like educational stuff on like their beer and like the experience Mm -hmm. of it it's not it's not something that you feel like you are not a part of even if you don't understand a lot about beer like you can go there and feel like you're very much a part of what's happening in that moment which I think is super cool I know a lot of places especially out by me uh here in the Inland Empire they are starting to do a lot more of this trend called a froze. And what? yeah, it's called a froze. This can't be a beer thing. Oh, it's a beer thing, girl. What? It's a beer thing. What? Uh, the two but places I... that I literally, I love these beers so much. It's uh, Sandbox Brewing Company and King's Brewing Company. One's in Montclair. The other one's in Rancho Cucamonga. And these beers are, they're usually like 4%, 5% alcohol content, but they're these beautiful colors they're like and they're kind of like on the thicker side too almost like a smoothie I guess you would say I wouldn't say like so much a smoothie but a little bit a little bit thinner than that wow but they the whole point was they were saying that we want everybody to be included in this process we want everybody to be included in this type of environment we want everyone to be able to feel welcome and if we only make you know we're only going to make IPAs well you're going to miss people right you know so it's like, how do we also market towards other people and have them come and enjoy our beers? So they started doing these frosés. These things at King's Brewing Company, people wait two hours in line to get four packs of these frosés. What? Holy shit. What? Girl, let me, four, like. Four hours? Like, like two, usually it's like two. Two hours and they sell out within the hour. Yeah. They are That's crazy. Nuts. They did one, it was a, they call it a was it called it was like a peanut butter and jelly um froze that's not a froze and, um, that's a peanut butter and jelly smoothie yeah <laughs> they, call, oh, they, call, they call it a, a fluffernutter that's what they call it because they actually add marshmallow oh. into it as well yeah what oh. yeah fluffernutter seven percent froze with raspberries from puree and cereal berries sweet cherries grape jelly marshmallow vanilla bean and just the right amount of peanut butter and Holy it's called shit. a fluffernutter what's a cereal berry i don't know but i like it <laughs> oh my god i you reminded me i i keep t- uh, i got super excited when you said marshmallow because there was a bro- yep. a beer place in venice that i love and i actually don't even know if it survived covid or not it was called larry's um, it was right like on the boulevard where they got the big famous Venice lighted light up sign uh, across the street lights in the street, like at the very end before you hit the sand. And they had a nitro marshmallow beer. Ooh. And it was like this 
caramel color and it had like two inches on the top that was just this very it wasn't the foam per quite it wasn't quite the foam but it was this like thick nitro marshmallow like cream foam thing Ugh. i was Ugh. like what is this yeah, and i need so to good. try it oh. so and they have fantastic pizza and chicken fried sandwiches but they have like really unique fun beers and it's called larry's and it's in venice california and i miss that place anything that has those fun cool off the wall things that they're trying i think people are so much more attracted to that because like we know what beer tastes like but when you start adding your own flair to it that's what just makes it so much more personable to me. Yeah. Like you were saying, I love that the beer community and the wine community, although different are so similar in the fact that it just, it's a community. Like you're saying it craft beers, bring people together. I think is what you were saying. Like when we first started talking and it's true, like people who, really just love craft beers and people who really love wine come together in this community um together or separately like it brings people together and I think that's why all of us love wine or love beer so much because it is such a good feeling to find people who are just so um unhinged about like what like there there's just no like um there's no discrimination against people who want to just come and enjoy beer and enjoy that because most of those people are pretty fucking cool people so like (laughs) you know there's not a lot of like shitty like haters in the group like yeah people just come together because they love beer or they love wine like they Mm -hmm. love that um and the community just comes with it it's not forced it's not like oh well you have to be part of this community or you have to be at like a certain standard to be part of the community like no if you love what you love like we love you too (laughs) that was beautiful that was that was inspirational it really was i'm taking a sip just for you (laughs) um (laughs) i i actually can't take a sip because i I finished my can. I might need another this one. Gr- Who is she? Oh shit! Sorry, that was my alarm. <laughs> oh no! Is it bedtime? <laughs> oh not, not for me. For the puppy. For, for the, the puppy. Baby. Yeah, the baby. The baby. It's her bedtime. Um, what was I gonna say about that though? Like, yeah. Um, you know what's funny is when you were saying that, Jocelyn. I just kept thinking the whole time is like how there are certain parts of like. I think maybe in the past, or maybe people feel this way now still, that there's parts of wine community or wine industry that people feel like, oh, I'm too, I'm not fancy enough for that. That's too bougie for me or whatever, or whatever. But I don't, I don't, I feel like the more and more that we kind of get into that, the more and more it becomes like this, like, I don't know, this gap that we can fill in where it's like, you don't have to be this like, fancy advanced sommelier certification whatever person to enjoy wine because it's all about the experience and if you think about it anytime you go to a restaurant or you have some sort of experience 
um, or event where there's wine involved, there's usually also beer involved. Like wine and beer have a very similar science way of connection because they're both, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think beer and wine are both uh, fermented something or other, right? Like they're both fermented mm-hmm. yeah. things, right? So it's like mm-hmm. you you always, you, they're always together. They're always like BFFs. You know, there was like, we're going to hang out together. We're going to be here. Like we're different, but we're going to bring all these people together. We're besties. It's like different, different signs, like Sagittarius and Gemini and Virgo. (laughs) We're all different. Get there. Uh, But we're still besties. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's just what I was thinking. Like anytime you go somewhere, it's always like beer and wine, beer and wine, mm-hmm. beer and wine. Like yeah. yep. sometimes there's like a wine list, but there's usually there's some sort of like beer and wine thing that goes together, you know, to like go with whatever you're eating when you're like at a restaurant or something. So I just thought of that when you were like talking on the, how it brings people together. Cause it does, <laughs> it really does. It's a social experience. It really does. It's a living, breathing <laughs> organism wine and beer are oh they both are it's both so are. yeast is a living breathing organism it is yeah oh, and then oh, if you like mild. even go into like the sour beer like how they make sour beers they actually use like different types of like bacteria and it's like an actual like science and they that's science. how they make sour beers yeah science, science is science. all a part of this thing you know same this with booch machine yeah. The booch. The booch has got is science. Yeah. We love yeah. science. We, we, we love, love science. It. We might not understand how it fully works, but damn it, we love it because it but brings us it. beer and wine. Okay. Heck yeah. And Heck it brings yeah, us it together. <laughs> so because I love beer and I love wine, does that also kind of make me a scientist as well? Uh, yes fuck yeah you're a science <laughs> lover for sure i dub the jocelyn and tony and sarah scientists of beer and wine yes. As of tonight. Into that. <laughs> cheers to that cheers, cheers to that <laughs> jocelyn's unhindered that could be the booch unhinging unhinge it unhinging you <laughs> well bitch. clearly i we always have me everybody we we can always learn something um tony can teach us something about beer i yeah. certainly learned a lot and i i thought i had like no i did not but i had a, a little bit of knowledge about beer Maybe just a you little did. bit more than Sarah. Definitely. <laughs> Everyone has more knowledge about beer than me. It's, it's no secret. No secret. Tony, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your knowledge and getting us to like step out of our comfort zone a little bit um, and wind mean. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we wind down beer edition. There was no wine consumed tonight, but we certainly had some delicious booch and cider and beer variety brought to you by Tony, our our local craft beer aficionado. 
Thanks, Tony. Yes, that's uh, that's my that's my thing, man. I'm a Sagittarius. Get you out of your comfort zone. <laughs> that 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 in an expert photographer on the rise. Um, thank you. Yes, yep. girl. Shout out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, this was like the coolest experience. I've never done anything like this before. And it's just super exciting. Cause I listen to it all the time and I'm like, Oh, I want, I want to be like them. I want to do this. I want to, I want to, I want to talk. (laughs) You did it girl. You did it. We loved it. Thanks. Yes. No, thank you for just knowing, uh, you know, knowing me and the things I'm passionate about and things I like to talk about. And I'm just thankful that you thought of me to, to be a part of this and I'll come back in a time, girl. Oh, guys. Oh, this is so, like, <laughs> such a, do. like, oh, I got all the feels today. All the feels. Yeah. This was great. Really appreciate you joining us. Thanks, listeners, for joining us. Um, let us know if you are a wine person or a beer person, because we accept all people here on our podcast, and we'd love to hear what your experiences are with wine and beer and travel specifically. Um, so yeah, let's do the thing. And um, this was poor decisions over wine. P-O-U-R. Cheers, bitches. Have a good night. Thanks Bye. for joining Bye. us. Bye. Bye.